Hey, how's it going? It's going great. How about you? All right. I always, all right. Uh, yeah, I think that's a new thing, so I'm just going to keep doing that until. Rather than high? I do uh, like high. I mean, high. Is, well, how's it going? the OG maneuver. Yeah, that is the OG maneuver. Um, so when are we going to record? Oh, right now. Oh. Oh, wow. I can actually see that. It's yeah, cool. rolling, huh? It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> well, going into the FS podcast, also known as Fancy Sports Podcast. Um, we're going in a week. Is it six? Seven. Seven? That's crazy. Already. Already and I'm six and oh, let's go. Uh, but if you guys are new to the show, um, you know what? You know, I want to do something cool. Are you ready for this? Welcome on into the show. I'm restarting, okay? I'm restarting. Okay, okay. Welcome on into the show. Actually, you've done this before, so I don't think it's new. Welcome into the show. Also, known, <coughs> you know what? Never mind. I ain't doing it. I ruined it. No, the flow's messed up? Yeah, the flow is messed up. I can't do it no more. Then what have I done? I'm just sitting there. That's what you did. Well, you said I've done it before. Uh, oh, oh. Um, It's like when you introduce yourself and then you introduce me, and that's when I went high. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go for the classic intro. The classic intro. I feel like we have to do that on our anniversary episodes. Yeah, we do. Um, but yeah, if you guys are new to the show, as you already know from the intro, me and Jagger are not professionals when it comes to the fantasy sports podcast. So, I mean, we don't talk about like analytics, percentages, things like that. We don't make it boring for you. We're here to entertain you guys and give you guys great fantasy advice. And um, yeah, episode 139. So, mm-hmm. um, how's everybody doing after week six? Um, I beat Jagger with no quarterback, so I'm doing great. Yeah, a lot of my players actually really underperformed <laughs> immensely. Uh, but yeah, so, but again, it's going into week seven. This is a time where you kind of already know where people are at going into the playoffs. You, you already know who's going to make it, who's not going to make it, and who still has that stride to make it. And again, we, I, we're we going to talk about it on the show actually today, but you got to start making those trades. There's been a lot of trades going on in our leagues, but... I've made one. Yeah, you're going to have to uh, shoot for trades, get some package deals to make your team better, to sell your your biggest player and get some you know packages to help you you know start you know, winning your games, make it to playoffs. Um, even if you are like me, for example, I'm, I'm making trades also. Like if you are undefeated or at the top of the list you still got to make those trades because you don't know you just don't know what's gonna happen you gotta you know you gotta prepare for the future um but anyways um we're gonna go into week seven of course we got some news first off and then we're gonna go ahead and go into some me and jagger's trade targets a new segment for today don't have a fancy name for it or anything not yet just you know players to go for trade for you know for the future yep and then also we got of course the amazing part of the show um <laughs> the amazing part of the show which is going to be our uh, starts of the week going hey, into week 7 pretty decent this year yeah how about you I've been like I'll give myself like a B like yeah. just a straight up B that's it I'm not giving me like I think a B I'd go minus. like a B plus B plus yeah A minus uh, but me I'd just be at a B uh, but yeah so we got that and then just a little bit of secret swim not too much of it because uh, towards you know, now towards going into week seven, you already know who's going to be on the list every day and who's not going to be on the list every yep. day. Um, but, yeah. So, going into the news, because I am prepared. I have this actually right in front of me. So, first and foremost, one of the biggest news, we're going to go ahead and go into injury. Um, at the moment, uh, um, Hollywood Brown, also known, oh, his real name, Marquise Brown, was injured against the game against the Seahawks on Sunday with the Cardinals. I believe it's, you know, I was watching that game, and I got to say, it is Kyler Murray's fault. He threw a ball that he shouldn't have thrown. It was risky, and it, it, 
paid off because unfortunately Marquise Brown hurt his ankle and he's out for at least a month now. They said it was going to be for six to eight weeks. They were leaning towards season as well. Yeah, they were leaning towards season ending, but he is only out for one month. So that means it's going to be about four to five games, but they do have a bye week during that. So, I mean, you if you do have him and you are guaranteed to make it to the playoffs, just stash him on your IR, mm-hmm. IR spot until playoff comes. He'll probably be playoff ready. Yeah, he no probably doubt. will be. Yes, I know D-Hop D- is back on Thursday night with the Cardinals, but I think uh, Christian, not Christian, Kirk, I, can't think he's, I keep thinking he's still on the Cardinals. Hollywood Brown was still has some valuable, you know, games on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on, uh, Cowboys finally in QB Dak Prescott has been medically cleared and expected to be a full participant on practice tomorrow and is trending to return this Sunday against the Lions. They need it. I were talking about it before the show, the, uh, wonderful Cowboys fans with Cooper Rush. So I guess they'll finally be happy. Yeah. I mean, they turned on Cooper Rush so quickly right after that game against the Eagles. I mean, I think Cooper Rush did all right, but he, he just wasn't ready for a big game like that. A Sunday night going against an undefeated team. Yeah, You know, your defense is great. The defense was really good, but it's just the offense couldn't do anything. Nope. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, Dak Prescott should be tr- trending to return. A lot of those people that held on to him, this IR, are probably happy right now and need him. Mm-hmm. Um, Chiefs are considering Sean contender for Odell Beckham Jr., um, look, if that happens, that's great. But I, I, I still wouldn't pick up any wide receivers from the, from the Chiefs. I mean, you still can, but you gotta, you yeah. gotta gamble. Besides having Kelsey, you have to gamble on who's gonna have a blowout game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's either gonna be Scantley, Juju, or or um, who was that one guy? Michael Hardman. Yeah, Hardman. And if they ha- if they add Odell to it, I mean, they're gonna have to gamble with that one too. Yeah, I mean, I guess kind of look at what Odell did in. L.A. with the Rams, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, eh. he did all right. I mean, he had yeah. some variable, but you had to stream him. Yeah. Um, James Conner ribs is a game-time decision for tomorrow on Thursday Night Football. Uh, Swift shoulder is pushing towards playing week seven. That's Which good. They were thinking. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they were they were thinking about playing him before the bye week, but, I mean, there's, what's the point of playing him when he can get one more week of rest? Mm-hmm. Uh, Darren Waller, Hammy, misses another practice on Wednesday. Um, they changed his um, status from out to questionable, but he did miss practice on Wednesday, which is today. Um, so I, I kind of think he will be another game-time decision for the Raiders. Um, the Saints ruled out for Thursday night. Why was he to Michael Thomas? Why was he to Jarvis Landry against the Cardinals? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. big. <laughs> yeah. Really big for the Saints overall. Yeah, and uh, I guess it's a Kamara game. If you have Kamara, Kamara, that's great. Uh, So the Panthers uh, went ahead and activated uh, Sam Darnold off the IR spot, but then announced today that um, P.J. Walker will start against the Bucks going into Week 7. So we we may see the return of Sam Darnold very soon because right now Baker Mayfield is out for at least four games. The question is what kind of Sam Darnold will we be getting? The start of the week, Sam Darnold? Uh, or, I remember uh, when the start of the week, Sam Darnold was great. It was. Um, Broncos head coach uh, says that Melvin Gordon will be the number one back going in against the Jets in week seven. So I guess we should talk about it if anyone didn't watch the... Uh, Monday night. Thursday. Was it Monday? It was Monday. Monday, yeah. Monday night game, that's right. Um, so Melvin Gordon only played three, or he only had three rushing attempts. Yeah. And then he was benched for, for the whole game. The rest of the game. 
and he was visibly livid and upset, PO'd, whatever synonym you got, whatever. And a lot of people were thinking trade. Melvin Gordon was even coming out, I guess supposedly even liking tweets about being traded. Yeah. You know how people blow that out of proportion. Yeah. Um, Melvin Gordon himself did not say anything towards trade, but I guess you could have made the case at the moment. Yeah, it's... I mean, come on. I even, uh, what was it? I forget the name of the podcast. I wish I got them down because they did have a pretty good take. I mean, I really wish I wrote their name down. <laughs> but they were talking about how Melvin Gordon was able, he's good enough to split carries with uh, Javante Williams, but he's not good enough to start. To be the number one back? Yeah. And that's what people are questioning because, of course, they went ahead and uh, activated Latavius Murray off the practice squad. Yep. And, you know, Latavius Murray is over there. He did great against the Chargers. Um but then, like I like I said, I agree. Like I think Melvin Gordon isn't ready to be the number one back. But if you do have him, if you do have him on your roster, at least you know, okay, he's not spending as much carries with Terry Murray because he's named the number one back. And you can also gamble on him starting, you know, putting your flex option because he does kind of have a high ceiling. I mean, he's going against the Jets. He definitely does. But then again, the Jets defense has been uh, very surprising. Yeah, they have. I mean, they beat the the. I mean, I guess everybody's right now is beating the Packers. Yeah. I mean, he goes up against the Jets, and yeah. I mean, I feel like he's still going to be sharing carries with Latavius Murray. I think so. But I it think might not be as much as we think it'll be. It probably won't be an even split or a 60-40, but I feel like there'll still be some split carries. But I feel like Melvin Gordon will get most of those carries, though. For sure? Yeah. But I don't know. So I um, like you got to give him a week. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Rashad Bateman foot back at practice on Wednesday. Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines are practicing on Wednesday. Are training. Uh, yeah, they were limited on on Wednesday, but they are training to be back in week seven. So I feel like we saw this last week as well. People were thinking JT was going to come back last week. Didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, I think a couple episodes ago we had like a whole 20-minute rant. <laughs> yeah, about Jonathan Taylor. I remember that. But – uh. Yeah, I will say uh, those of you trying to buy low, trade for Jonathan Taylor, I feel like your window might be closing. I know. So if you're in a league, open your phone. <laughs> um, I actually just got a um, – I'm going to call him out on the podcast right now. Oh. About two minutes ago, I got a, a direct message from the Joker. Ooh. He says, can I trade you anything for Patterson? <laughs> anything. You don't want him. Yeah, I guess Tell so. Tell him to hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him to hit me up. Uh, so moving, going back to the news, uh, Saquon Barkley did get hurt on the game on Sunday, but they came out saying no concerns for his shoulders. He was even still playing, right? Yeah. Uh, the Packers have designated wide receiver Sammy Watkins from the return from IR. That's good because, unfortunately, Randall Cobb is injured and may be out for a long time. People are saying it may be out. If they do make it to the playoffs, it may be out until playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, this is hype news again. Uh, well, actually, no. Um, DeAndre Swift uh, shoulder will practice on Wednesday. That's good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was limited, of course. Um Let's see. Uh, Taylor Haneke will start Sunday's game against the Packers due to Carson Wentz's injury. So we had a lot of um, hype for Mr. Haneke, Heineken. Last year. Last year. Yeah. When he did play. He and did he, a pretty 
good performance. He was he was though. a streaming quarterback. He really he was. was. He was in the year with twenty plus touchdowns. Yeah, you couldn't keep him on your on your roster for a long time. He was only there to be picked up, play, and then back. You know. Yeah. So, it should uh, be interesting for everyone over there. Yeah, they're saying uh, QB Carson Wentz is facing recovery time roughly the four to six weeks on the injured reserve. So that's why um, Tyler Henneke is playing. Uh, Chris Olave concussion taken off the injury report for the um, Saints. Oh, they need somebody. <laughs> That's good for them. Oh, we also had a trade happen two days ago from today. Arizona Cardinals have traded for Panthers wide receiver Rand- Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I think during the game, Robbie Anderson, I guess, was supposedly asking for a trade right yeah. in the middle of the game. And uh, he he did get uh, the coach to kick him off off the field. Mm-hmm. So he did go back to the locker room. And people were like, all right, he's definitely going to get traded or he was going to get dropped. Uh, they, the plan was for him to get dropped and him to go on the waivers. I feel like this is definitely good for the Cardinals. I mean, to pick someone up in place of Marquise Brown. Because then if they do make it to the playoffs, I mean, they're going to have a lot of weapons. Because D Hop is going to be there. Marquise Brown's going to be there. Now they got Robbie Anderson. They already have A.J. Green, Rondell Moore. So it's gonna be it's good it's good for the Cardinals, but I I wouldn't I don't know if I would stream Robbie Anderson on Thursday night. Yeah, I um, feel like you got to give him a couple weeks. They're saying he will play Thursday night because um, the trade just happened two days ago. Yep. But I would I would wait. I mean, if you want to go ahead and fill up your roster spot as a potential high ceiling for Robbie Anderson, then do it. Uh, but I wouldn't, you know, spend too much on Robbie Anderson. Just because D-Hop will be back Thursday night. And, you yeah. know, Zach Ertz is also a great target for Kyler Murray also. And Robbie Anderson is available in a lot of leagues right now. Only yeah. rostered 35% in most leagues. So, I guess if you want to take the chance on him, you can. Yeah. So. So, Steelers QB, Kenny Pickett has been ruled out. Uh, concussion. With a concussion. Um, but he is questionable at the moment to play this week but obviously they the Steelers came out saying that uh Mitch Trubisky will start uh but Woo. if <laughs> if Kenny Pickett is clear by the time the game comes they will start Kenny Pickett it's over it's interesting I want to say over there in uh yeah. Pittsburgh in terms of quarterback it is very interesting in terms of fantasy I guess rather well yeah I guess in terms of actual football too this one's fun. I know we talked about him earlier, but this is I did, I just like to announce this. Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins six game suspension has finally ended, and he's eligible to return week seven. They activated him on the roster, so he will be playing Thursday night against the Saints at home. Uh, the Rams are uh, trying to trade running back Cam Akers. Um, Not real surprised. I feel like. Yeah, I mean Daryl Hennis is doing great. They also have that rookie over there that they drafted this year. So I mean I just I'm curious where Cam Akers will go, but I don't know fantasy value if he's gonna even be eligible for it at all. True. Cam Akers, like you said, has been struggling, so depending on where he might go. Yeah. Who knows? Um we already talked about this earlier, but uh QB and Don will start will will start on Thursday night. Um That's about it. I think that's about it on news. Oh, th- this rumor came out uh, during the week. Uh, Carolina Panthers are listing other teams about a potential trade for their star running back, Christian McCaffrey. Um, yeah. 
I mean, like I said, I get it. I mean, I get why they're trying to get rid of Jonathan, not Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, just because they want to rebuild their team. And unfortunately, when you do that, you need to pay up to get picks and young players mm-hmm. like that. So, um, so best of luck, Christian McCaffrey, wherever you go. Yep. So that's it for the news. Oh, uh, and Dolphins QB Tua is clear from concussion protocol, and he may be returning week seven against the Steelers. That's good. That's good for Jalen Waddle owners and um, – um, and then that's mostly yeah. I think it's just Jalen Waddle owners are very excited for that. I am. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be it. Um, moving on from that, do you want to go ahead and go to our trade targets, or do you want to go into single swim real quick? Um, to briefly sink or swim like you yeah. said a lot of these are like you already know who's on them on the list i feel like now sink or swim is swing sink or swim is more trending towards uh players who've actually broken out yeah i like wow. or the players that like are surprising for example we're going to go ahead and go to the swim field i made a uh, big splash in the water kit swimming around for you we got joe burrow finally doing something <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then we also got Jamar Chase finally getting a 32-point game. Finally above 12 points. In full yeah, game. and then a surprising one, Brandon Ayuk from the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, we got Matt Ryan, the QB for the Colts. Matt Ryan, I just want to highlight one of his stats real quick. He threw the ball 58 times. Yep. And completed 42 passes. That's insane. That is insane. And that's why one of his wide receivers on the list is Michael Pittman Jr. with yep. 26 points. The only reason why he's on the list is because he's been really he's been injured the past couple of weeks and he's had very low scoring games in PPR. I feel like you also got to even talk about his counterpart, Alec Pierce. Alec Pierce, yes, correct. Who? My bad. I forgot to put solid. How many points did he get? He got 14 points. I mean, he even got 16 the week prior. That's that's really good. That's like a Josh Reynolds wide receiver yeah. for the the Detroit Lions. Definitely a sneaky wide receiver, too. Since we are on the topic of the Colts, good old Deion Jackson. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the 28 back, points. <laughs> the backup running back for, of course, Hines and Jonathan Taylor, who were both out during that game. This guy just exploded. I mean, no one expected this guy no. to make a big splash in the water for you. I mean, no one had thoughts about him. No one decided, like, oh, I'm streaming this week. Maybe some players did. If you did, you got a, a big kick out of it. I guess if you maybe saw the potential when he played Denver, yeah. giving you about 14 points, yeah, you could see it. But he's even available now, and I feel like you could keep an eye on him if Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines don't play. If they keep getting these limited practices and they don't log a full practice, then again, it is kind of early. Yeah. So who knows? But I would say just keep an eye on him. You never know. Yeah. Uh, you just never know. Uh, but uh, like I said earlier in the news, Deion Himes and uh, Jonathan Taylor are trending to be starting this week mm-hmm. in week seven. So going off the list, uh, Marcus Mariota with the Falcons and uh, Trevor Lawrence with the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence is looking great. As a I feel like Marcus Mariota and Trevor Lawrence can be on your roster. You just got to figure out which week you want to start him in. I don't, feel I don't know. I feel like Trevor Lawrence, you can start almost every week. You think Trevor Lawrence, you can start every week? For sure. He had, like, two Russian touchdowns, I believe, last week. He did. He used his legs a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, he rushed six times and got two touchdowns off of it. Yeah. Just the week with 24 points. Pretty decent. I mean, he does have the potential. I will say that. Yes. Uh, Marcus Mariota, too, also has potential. You just got to – that one's a little bit more questionable. I feel like I would be more questionable on Mariota. Yeah. Uh, And then off with the last two wide receivers, Chase Claypool and Juju Smith. Finally? Finally did something. The both TikTok boys, one and two, on the list together they for the first time. Up, they are split up, unfortunately. 
Uh, I think the only reason why Chase Claypool did amazing is because, you know, they switched to Mitchell Trubisky at the end of the game. So <laughs> that's when they got most of the catches and most of his points. And Juju, like I said earlier, you just never know what the wide receiver is in, in Kansas City. Uh, they always switch on and off on which wide receivers could be the number one. And look at this. The Bills, you know, when they went against the Bills, Juju was the number one. Mm-hmm. Actually, the number two after Travis Kelsey. <laughs> um. But you know what? I'll just say this. If you do have Juju, he's definitely a flex option week to week. He could be. Yes. And also, if he's going against a high-scoring team like the Bills or the Chargers, start him. Because obviously, yeah, Juju's going to get some targets. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does play San Francisco. So, would you feel confident starting him then, maybe? In the flex? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but I wouldn't expect a high ceiling, you know, like if you would start it like Curtis Samuel or Terry McLaurin. I mean, but then it's also weird because he plays games like Arizona, the Chargers. Chargers, for example, four points. Yeah. You know? So, a little up in the air, I feel like. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, so that's the swim segment real quick. Moving on Wait, to this. What about my boy who I've drafted since the start of the year? You want to say Rondell? Rondell I Robinson? do want to say Wondell okay. with a wonderful 12.10 and full PPR. Um, Big splash for him. It was, considering he's been injured for the past four weeks. Yep. So, my question to you is, do you see this repeating? Considering it is the Giants and there's practically zero good wide receivers over there so what what what's my question oh what's do my? you feel like you could see it repeating yeah definitely yeah. Cordes tony isn't returning uh, uh unfortunately uh what's his name slayton mm-hmm. towards achilles kenny Galladay never showed up since he got to the team <laughs> um so right now robinson basically by default is the number one wide receiver and i think he can continue to be the number one wide receiver if even like katerius tony katerius Tony does come back. I feel like Ronda Robinson has yeah. a higher up on him. And again, I guess you could make the case. Yeah, sure. A touchdown did save him last week because yeah. he only caught the three catches and 37 yards. So you yeah. take that away. And yeah, it's a pretty horrendous week. But then again, he was only in the game for 23% of the snaps. Yeah. And I, and I definitely think he is number one right now. So yeah, I wouldn't mind starting him as a flex option or even like your wide receiver two. If you have one of those players that are on a buy. And I get, and again, I obviously Saquon is going to be Saquon. He's going to get targets. He's going to get carries. Yeah. He's practically the whole offense over there. Yeah. So that's going to take some away. But I felt like we had to talk about Wandell, considering uh, it seems like everyone and their mom has finally discovered that Wandell <laughs> is decent. Yeah. So I, uh, say I drafted him. So moving on to the sink uh, segment real quick. Players that sunk to the bottom that didn't, you know, project what, the, what you wanted them to project. So we're going to go ahead and go off the list. We got um, Clyde edwards Hurler. I Jay- feel like you could throw him in there for past two weeks. Yeah. James Robinson, Justin yeah. Herbert. No one saw that one happening. Nope. Uh, but he didn't do so well on Monday night against the Broncos. Uh, Melvin Gordon, which we talked about earlier in the news. Aaron Jones, George Pickens, Drake London, Deontay Johnson, and Mike Williams. Those are all the players that sunk to the bottom for you. Unfortunately, you wouldn't. I mean, I get the whole Justin Herbert and Deontay Johnson and maybe maybe even like Aaron Jones. I get the whole like high ceiling they are at, yep. but most of these players already have been on the list for a while now. So mm-hmm. uh, some of these players are probably are by low candidate, but uh, we talked about that. We are going to talk about that soon. So I guess, I guess. Kind of going back to the swim section real quick. I guess we forgot to finally mention him. Who? Uh, is Pitts. Oh, Kyle Pitts? He finally got a double-digit game. It's been about three weeks. Um, 
That's it. Good luck. Yeah, that's about all you get on him. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Sorry. Hey, it's like, I felt like we had to bring it up. I, just, I know there's a lot of people with Kyle Pitts, and unfortunately I am one of them. <laughs> suckered in. And uh, now has to deal with starting Evan Ingram or Kyle Pitts. That's a sad reality. That is. That is. I mean, it should be Kyle Pitts without no it question. Should. Um, so I'm hoping that announcer who hyped him up can keep that same energy next week. That'd Welcome back, Kyle Pitts. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. <laughs> Kyle Pitts is all celebrating. Yeah, so. Um, but anyway, so moving off from the Synchro Swim segment, we're going to go ahead and for the players that you're going to, I guess, it, like Jagger said earlier, we don't really have a fancy name for it at the moment. No. Uh, but players you should trade for. I guess we will for. if it makes a recurring yeah. appearance. Players you should trade for going into week seven. So I feel like I should get the elephant out of the room Go for right it. now, um, considering we had a 20-minute segment about him as Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor trade for it, no question. If you want to listen to it 20 minutes ago, I mean 20. 20 minutes ago? If you want to listen to like 20-minute segment, that was like maybe four episodes ago? Two episodes I believe ago. so. Yeah. I think it was actually one of the first episodes we actually called it Sink or Swim. Yeah, definitely. So I think kind of just look for that. We should I think really it's e- do better. I think it's even in the name too of the of the podcast title. I think so. I think yeah. it actually says like Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Ray. yeah, it so. does. So there it is. Um, all right, yeah, big elephant in the room. You correct. Jonathan Taylor is definitely a buy low candidate at the moment. Obviously, he will be returning in week seven. I guess so. the real question is, I don't know. There's always that. Yes, Jonathan Taylor can be Jonathan Taylor from last year, but yeah. there's also that. Hey, you remember when Saquon was great and <laughs> his second year rolled around and uh, he wasn't so great? Hey, Mr. Nice Guy. And he got injured. So that's yeah. kind of what we're looking at with Taylor, but... Yeah. I mean, are you buying that injury as much, I would say? Uh, just a little bit. I mean, yeah. this guy has had a long time of rest. It's not like they rushed him onto the field. He hasn't played since week four. Yeah, so he had a long time of rest. And like I said, he they didn't like rush him to the field. Obviously, they had Hines fill in for him. And then he got injured, and they had Deion Jackson last week fill in, fill, in, fill in for both of them. I don't know why I had a tongue twister there. Heal him up. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, John Taylor, I mean, without a doubt, is a buy-low candidate. But I think the window is closing very fast because he will return week seven. And if he does have a blow-up game. We, we have seen a Jonathan Taylor-level performance. Week yeah. one, for yeah. example. 28 points in full PPR. Like I'm saying, it's closing slowly, like I said. So, like, going into week seven, he does have a blow-up game. Then you're gonna have to pay a lot more for him than you would have if you would have got him off the injury or during those bad weeks in the yeah. beginning. But I hate to say it too, if maybe he misses this week, that might be the final straw for some Jonathan Taylor owners. Yeah, especially those know. Jonathan Taylor owners that are like at the end of the string. You know, they need to do something. To They're like one games. in five. Yeah, they need to yeah. do something to win their games. Yeah. So I guess just keep an eye on that. Yeah. Um. So another player to trade for. Um. You got any idea? Uh, shoot, I thought we were going to go to you first. Uh, well, I got, uh, Joe Mixon. Yeah, I could. Mm. I got Joe Mixon with the Bengals just because, um, I mean, the offense is amazing. Mm-hmm. And Joe Mixon is, um, he's not ranked up there with the top 10 running backs at the moment. Nope. He's definitely not. And I think this is a moment where, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure you will have to pay up a little bit on him. But if you do get him, he has the potential of having – well, he does have the potential of having great games back-to-back here and there. Um, right now, Joe jo Mixon is ranked the 18th running back right now. Uh, I mean, last week in PPR, he got 16 points and then 11 points in week five, 17 points in week uh, four. He is 
delivering though. Yeah, he's like at the medium level. He's like at the midterm. <laughs> Definitely not yeah. RB one at all. He's been. I mean, he's he he is the Bengals' number one, you know, running back. Yeah, but he's not delivering you that running back one. No, and I, this is a chance where you could buy low on him. Um. Definitely, I don't know if you can get him in a one-for-one one trade. Thing is, I feel like this week you have to do it because he yeah. plays Atlanta. Yeah, he 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 had. You, you need to get him before his value goes way up there. And if you do have Joe Mixon, go ahead and hold on to him <laughs> for a little bit longer. Yeah. Unless you're like I said, unless you're in that losing streak and you need to do something, then yeah, go ahead and get rid of him. So I think the one <laughs> I hate to do it. And I think it's because I had him last year. I had to talk about Najee Harris. Ah, uh, you trading for him? I feel like the potential is there. Okay. And I feel like it's not a safe trade. What is in your drink? Uh, nothing at the moment. I don't have one. <laughs> drink it before the show. I mean, we saw a brief flash last week, and yeah. especially against Tampa. Yeah. Of all teams. I mean, going off 14 rushes, 42 yards, and one receiving touchdown in two catches. It's okay. And again, I think we've talked about him before. Najee Harris, we are not seeing the same performance we did rookie year. No. That was amazing rookie year. I think he was top three. <laughs> He's far from it right now. And again, I think it does have to do with the quarterback. Um, it seems like Pittsburgh isn't really having a solid quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I, I was really hoping a lot of potential for Kenny Pickett, but, I mean, he did have a concussion, and if he is a game-time decision, I mean, I think Najee Harris will get some passes, but, I mean, when you watch the game, once uh, Mitchell Trubisky came in, that's when Najee Harris started getting his targets. Mm-hmm. And that's where Najee Harris excels, Yeah, those targets. Even high rushing attempts. If you look at this year, it's been nothing above 18 rushing attempts, or even 15. Like, that's kind of the high. You go back last year, he's 20-plus, 25-plus, almost a game, 25-plus rushing attempts. And even that, 5-plus targets, almost a game. You go this year, you're lucky if you get four, maybe three. Four or three? Four or three targets. Yeah. So it's just rough. And I can definitely tell you that probably the Najee Harris owner is hurting a lot. (laughs) Definitely, Caden. <laughs> well, because you know for a fact oh, that not Kaden, my bad. they they picked him in the draft. Yeah. Najee Harris was a first-round pick in a lot of leagues. So I feel like there's an extreme buy low on him. But there's an extreme major disappointment if you do have him. Yeah. And I feel like once they get that quarterback situation figured out, they can plan around that. Yeah, I see why. But, eh. Um, I like it, though. I mean, I like it. Yeah. I like, I like it. It's a gamble, but, I mean. I was going to go with that or, honestly, Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson is probably not a good one, too, just because he has an IR spot and someone probably need. That's if you do have an IR spot in your league. Yeah. If you don't, then I'd lean more towards Najee. Um, so, um, one of my buy-low candidates is going to be Brian Robinson with the uh, Washington Commanders. Um, look, he finally had his fi- he finally had his debut against the Bears Last Thursday. It wasn't bad. Oh, recently Thursday, yeah. And it wasn't bad. I mean, he, he got saved with one touchdown, but he has a lot of potential, and especially if the quarterback is injured, Carson Wentz. I mean, Tyler Handicke had great potential last year, but I think, I, I obviously think when it comes to Tyler Handicke, his favorite wide receiver to target last year was Terry McLaurin. Mm-hmm. 
Guess so what? Good to see that again. McLaurin's still on there, right? Yep. So, but I also think Brian Robinson. I mean, they're not splitting carries with Antonio Gibson no more. Antonio Gibson only got like three to four carries last week, and it's pretty clear that who going to be the future number one running back for the Washington Commanders. And right now, Brian Robinson got like twelve points four weeks last four points last week, and this is your chance to buy low on him, especially if you need a running back at the moment. This guy will probably be great for you in those playoffs runs, and especially right now, he has the potential to blow up. And if he does blow up, guess what? He's on your roster, and you didn't pay that much for him. Yes. So yeah, Brian Robinson is one of my uh, buy low candidates at the moment at running back position. Yeah, I mean, I can't really think of a whole lot other running backs that's just me yeah i mean i the, could make the deandre swift case but he has been out for a little bit yeah true i mean i could make the d hop case also but d hop is returning and that Thursday owner night. if they have him are not giving him up now yeah i feel like that ship has long sailed and speaking of which i guess being out for a while keenan allen maybe i feel like keenan allen has been yeah you can definitely go for keenan allen i mean keenan allen hasn't played since week one yeah I have a feeling you can make a shoot for Zeke Elliott, too, just because yeah. of the chance of Dak Prescott coming back in Week 7. And like I said earlier, Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott are great buddies. You know it. They're the Dorito brothers. He had a great game against the Eagles. They showed, He showed a lot of potential. They didn't yeah. utilize Tony Pollard a lot. They just gave giving the ball to Elliott, and he was making the... He was surprising, making, especially he was, considering the team. Yeah, he was getting those yardages, man. He was, make, he was a full-on workhorse. And I think at the moment... People are probably going to sell high on him, mm-hmm. but, but look. Uh, they do um, play Detroit this week. They do play Detroit this week, and that's the worst defense in the NFL at the moment. Yeah. So I see why. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I feel like Elliot. I mean, it's, it's crazy. He wasn't great in the first half, but I think he would be great for you at the towards the end of the year for you. True, true. Um, Other than that, that's mostly all my trade targets. I mean, it's just two or three, but that, yeah, that, that'll do really it. not a whole lot, I feel like, at this point. Yeah. It's a lot of those gambles, gambles. you know, those risky ones you don't know yeah. yet. Or rather, I feel like we should bring him up. We brought him up in news. James Conner. Is James Conner a target for you? I mean, James Conner has been dealing with a ribs injury for like a while. For a trade? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah? I think so. I think James Conner, once the out comes back Thursday, I think he's going to have a slow start. I really think he's gonna have a slow start, but D-hop eventually, or no, right? Not not D Hop, uh, James Conner, and I think once the offense is going, he could be back to a running back one or two. Because yeah. I mean, James Conner last year, what made him so great was his touchdowns. Yeah, and then like the reason why too is because Chase Edmonds, when he was on the Cardinals last year, was splitting carries with. James Conner, but then once Chase Edmonds got injured, man, it was a James Conner show. Yeah, he was just scoring touchdown after touchdown after touchdown with but the Cardinals. But then you look at it this year, and it's off. Yeah, and you gotta admit though, he has been dealing with injury for the past two games. Yes. Um. So, like I said, I think he's a great target, but you're gonna have to wait a little bit on him. I feel like for sure they play New Orleans this week, as we said in the news. James Conner can be a game time decision. If he does play, I feel like you have to give him a week, yeah. see what happens, go from there. That's just me. But yeah. the D-Hop case does make it kind of I agree, hard. though. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I'll say it right now. I did trade away James Conner. James Conner at the moment is, I believe, ranked... Uh, like 26, 27. Number 40 in 40. full PPR ah. running back. His highest game he's had all year was week one against Kansas City at nearly 17 points. Everything above that has barely been cracking eight or even ten points. 
Which is tough because that's nothing like how he was last year. No, not not at all. But I think he has potential to to make that ceiling again this year. For sure. Yeah. So I have to wait and see on that one, I feel like. Alrighty. So moving on? Yeah, I can't really think of any at the moment. Okay. Or rather one more. Yeah, one more? One more, I feel like. Who is it gonna be? Um I hate to say it. Uh, <laughs> I know, Gordon. I know who you're talking about. Justin Je- Oh. No. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> He's a sneaky trade, all right? Them owners have been hurting, you know, with a consistent 15 to 20, 35 I th- points. I think you can buy on Stefan Diggs right now because sure. he's on Being a, the number one is... Well, uh, he's on a buy, too, and I'm pretty sure the you know, owner needs a wide receiver to, this week. And might be able to sucker him. Snatch him, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> him, Josh Allen, Gabe Davis, Devin Singletary. Everybody, each team, everybody. Exactly. Even all the Eagles players, too. Yeah. But, no, I'm going to have to say Melvin Gordon. I feel like after all the drama that's come out about Melvin Gordon in the past two days, <laughs> um, it's definitely worked to keep an eye on him. I see. A lot of people, I like why. I said, thought he was going to be traded, and now they're coming out saying he's the number one back. Yeah. I feel like there is a chance is all. I agree. I mean, I see it happening. So. Again, I feel like you have to give him a week or two. Yeah, I think so. See what works. After, after the news that came out today, you got to give him – this, I mean, after week seven, that's when you're gonna figure out what his role is in the office yep. with the Broncos. I have um, him. I'm letting him ride the bench this week. Yeah, that's right, Broncos country. He is riding the bench. <laughs> so starts of the week. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I need to work on that. Yeah. So first and foremost, first and foremost. Take your time, sweetheart. Thank you. you um, it. do you want to start off with starts of the week? Or do you want me to start off with starts of the week? You remember who started last week? I believe you did. Me? Yeah. And, I, uh, I believe so. You want to do a coin? We haven't done a coin in a while. Sure, let's do a coin. You always call heads, right? Or is it tails? You always call. No, I'll do. I'll do heads. Keep it consistent here. All right. Uh, that's. Not well, it's gonna bring a double-sided coin one day. <laughs> Nothing but tails. <laughs> that was a double-sided coin. Actually, that one was. Wow. Yeah. All right, what would you call my bad? Heads. Heads it is. All right, so heads, you start off, and tails, I start off? Yep. All righty. And it's a flip. There it is. Boom. Oh, it fell oh, on the... Dropped it on the table. Uh, it's okay. All right, redo. And go. It needs to be, like, right in the hand. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, and that's heads. All right, heads. see? Okay, cool. What can I say? Yep. The universe could feel my starts of the week. We're going to be decent, just like last week. Yeah, you've been killing me on starts of the week. I have been. When you compare each other. I will pleasantly be able to watch you. At the end of the year, <laughs> when we review them. So, uh, quarterback, do we want to do a snake? I'll let you decide, I guess, since I won the coin flip. Do we want to do a snake or just a one-and-one? One? Let's do a one-and-one. and one, one, and one? <laughs> Yes. All Keep right. it classic. 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 Okay. You know, I feel like this has just become a phrase now where it's like, all right, Waya, well, uh, calm down. But I feel like I can't give you a calm down. I feel pretty confident in this one. Uh, I feel, I feel com- like you can see you know, reason. If you're confident in it, then I'm confident in it. Aww. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Go ahead, I wish me. I could feel the same way about some of yours sometimes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm doing all right. Like you said, like a solid B. A solid B, that's it. Yeah. Go ahead. Because they're all right. Shoot me with the player you got. And again, I feel like you can see my reasoning with okay. this one. Okay, okay. Tyler uh, Haneke. No. I was thinking about that, actually, but he does play a stout defense this week. Yeah, true. I'm going with Matt Ryan. Uh, oh, wow. Is that like a double take? Or was the week before? No, I had Jimmy G last week. We oh, so it, w- it was week five. Um, was it I week? had Matt Ryan in week four. Week four, yes, I remember. I dropped him like two weeks prior to yeah. that. 
So I'm going with Matt Ryan, you're, as I said. You're, well, you're riding the hype train. Is that what you're saying? I don't know if it's really a hype train at this point. I mean, last week he did good, and he was on our, uh, our swim segment. So He was popping off nearly 28 points. Yeah. So, and yes, I know they played Denver and only got six points, but that's Denver's defense. The only good thing about Denver. Yep. I mean, Titans they play against in week seven. True. And I could honestly see, sorry, uh, Colts fans. I, f- I see the Colts falling behind in this one. Yeah. And Matt Ryan needing to rally. Obviously, you got Pittman. You got Alec Pierce. If Jonathan Taylor comes back, that's just going to add fuel to the fire. Yeah. I mean, he threw 58 passes, like you said earlier, for 300 is almost 400 yards. yards. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah I'm not I mean, saying expect that level. Well, I, I think it's great because Matt Ryan, when you think about his targets, I mean, of course, he got the amazing Amonu St. Brown. I don't know why I'm thinking the Lions. <laughs> Michael Pittman Jr., right? And then also, I mean, Alec Pierce is, you know, all of a sudden just coming out of nowhere. So That's was three, four weeks. Yeah, it's just amazing. I mean, he did he did pretty good when uh, Michael Pittman Jr. was a little bit questionable, doing with the injuries. So that's when Alec Pierce stepped up. And, and again, like you said, Jonathan Tanner may return towards Naeem Hines may return. More targets for certain, you know, for those players. And I think Matt Ryan, I mean, he's projected to get 1864. Do you think he's going to hit that? Um, Against the Tennessee Titans? I could maybe see that. Yeah? Like I said, a solid 15, maybe tops 18-point game. Okay. Don't go out and expect a 30-ball. True. That's all I'm saying. Just keep your uh, expectations tempered. And he's only rostered 40%. He might be available in your league. Yeah, and, and also, too, like, he he finally had a bounce back game, you know. Yep. So, and even then, like, look, if you look at Week One against Houston, sixteen, that's a solid performance. I think I started him Week One. And I think you were uh, happy, I guess, with his fifty passing attempts. Yeah, and then right after Week Two and Three, I was like, yeah, no way. <laughs> week Three was all right, sixteen. He uh, replicated his performance from the past week. Yeah. Week One. And then eighteen. And then eighteen, and then six. And then six, and then twenty-seven. He does have the potential to extremely. Fall down. Yeah, he does. Definitely. Extremely sink. Alrighty. But I'm going with Matt Ryan. All right. That's a good start of the week. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. on yours. Mine? Yep, yep. Yeah, okay. My running back started the week. Quarterback. Quarterback? Yeah. We just talked about him. Oh, you also had Matt Ryan? I did, yeah. Wow. Did I not mention that? No. Oh, my bad. Well, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I can literally show you. It says Matt yep, Ryan. it does. So, all right. I guess so uh, that's two weeks two now in a row. Back to back, start of the week quarterback. I think this is good because when we said Jimmy G, he did actually really good, he and did. now we both say Matt Ryan. So that means he's doing. Do, he's also going to do really good. Mm-hmm. Maybe we just kind of have the same quarterback. And if we, we look, listeners, if we have the same quarterback and our starts the week, that's when you have to pick them up and start them. I feel like you just jinxed us on that one. Oh, where's the wood? There you go. <laughs> Not anymore. So. I guess we also have to state any new listeners. We don't tell each other or show each other. Oh yeah, weeks I didn't mention the show. that. Yeah. So this is all a surprise for everybody, except I guess for the person telling you. Yeah. So. Found a coin. Yeah, I guess. Go ahead, running back. Running back. It's gonna be a good old. <laughs> this is an old one right here. Old one. Going yeah. old school. Yeah, Kanye Drake. Kanye Ooh. Drake with the Baltimore Ravens. Look, After the J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins is 
I mean, he came back from injury and did amazing. I think he got like 26, 25 points after coming off that injury. But then the injury is still lingering the dude. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, the number one running back is for sure Lamar Jackson, right? No one <laughs> can beat that. But look, I mean, Lamar Jackson can't do it by himself. I mean, he did his MVP year. But he can't do it by himself no more. I mean, he doesn't have Hollywood Brown no more. And Bateman is questionable. Dune hasn't been in well. So look, all they can do is run the ball. And Drake did amazing for the Ravens last week. He did a decent enough job to be like, all right, you know what? He's definitely a big pickup. And I'm pretty sure he's been picked up a lot during the waiver wire. I mean, right now he's uh, rostered. Give me a second. I uh, can't seem to find this. I'm just going to move on, right? So in PPR, he got 19 points, standard 18 points. He finds the end zone one time. and got 119 rushing yards. Oof. And look, they're going against the Browns. The Browns that lost to the Jets that came back all of a sudden in the last like three minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. And the Jets, I mean, the Browns aren't that great on defense. They're all right. They're all right. But I think the Ravens, I mean, I think the Ravens can um, go ahead and, you know, I, I think they're going to have a good game. But I think most of the points are going to come from the running backs and Lamar Jackson rather than the wide receivers. So And Mark Andrews. Yeah, I mean, J.K. Dobbins and... Is gonna play in week seven, mm-hmm. uh, but he's still kind of questionable. Like I said, ling- like lingering that injury. So I think you know they're gonna give up the full workload to Drake and Lamar. Yep. So uh, um yeah, I, and I think he's a running back too for you. And right now he's she's projected to get you five point sixty six points in PPR. I think he can get you double digits. I'm not saying eighteen to nineteen. I'm just saying like twelve to fourteen. Not bad. Not bad. And that's a that's a great that's a great amount of points for a streaming running back. Yep. Obviously, you're not gonna keep him on your roster for the rest of you and set him week no. to week. No. So. Anyway, so Kanye Drake or Kanye Drake is my start of the week for, at running back. All right. Uh, my running back is not your running back. Sorry to disappoint. Uh, I'm actually gonna double up from last week. I'm going with Brian Robinson. Really. I am. What he did against Chicago was surprising. And I feel like you have to look at the 17 rushing attempts they gave him. And while, yes, he is not at all in the passing game. At all. No. Uh, the not one like, touchdown I like felt Antonio like... Antonio Gibson. Yeah. I, I felt like the one touchdown definitely saved his week. But Chicago, their defense is pretty stout. Yeah. All right. How, how many attempts did you say he got? 17. Okay, cool. Toyo Gibson got five. And yep. then when he finally returned in week five, he got three. Mm-hmm. So, and in that week, Brian Robinson got nine. Yeah, so I don't think it's Brian Gibson. Robinson is definitely leaning towards that number one back. Is it weird to say Antonio Gibson is not going to be fancy relevant anymore sooner or later? Last year after exploding onto the scene. Yeah. Unfortunate. And I, I will say, a lot of people, I feel like, did pick up Brian Robinson last week. I did. Well, I or picked this him week. Up in week one. Whatever you look at it as. But uh, a whopping up. 74% rostered. Yeah. That's crazy. And he's going up against Green Bay, who uh, <laughs> I mean, just recently win. had Brees Hall, I believe, run all over them. Yeah. So, so did Barkley. Yeah. Oh, that's Barkley. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, the running backs have been uh, going, yeah. doing great against the Green Bay's And defense. you're potentially going to maybe get Brian Robinson almost 20-plus attempts? Yes, B. That's why I'm starting him this week. Let's yeah. go. I mean, he's only projected to get you, like, nine points. Oops, that's my bad. So, obviously, I feel like he can get you above nine. He got you 12 last week. 12 even. 
and I loved it. Yeah. And I, and I, that's what helped me beat Jagger. Yep. But I was happy because my start of the week did good. Yeah. And that's all that matters. Yeah, that, that's all that matters, you yeah. know. Unlike Wayas. <laughs> wow. Yep. At least I'm beating you on something. Okay. Then. Moving on. Uh, okay. <laughs> I can't take the smoke no more. It's too much. You can dish it, but can't take it. Yep. <laughs> Alrighty. Is it my turn? Yeah. Why well, not? <laughs> this one's going to be fun. Oh, boy. You're going to be happy when I say this one. I am? Yeah, you're going to be happy. You know what? I'm going to keep the trend going. I'm going to I'm gonna keep the trend going because, look, so your start of the week was um, someone I already had on my team, right? Mm-hmm. So my start of the week is going to be someone that you have on your team. I think I know where this is going. Yeah. I hope you have the same guy. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, who knows? But it's going to be Ronda Robinson yeah, with the New I York do. Giants. I do. Yes, is this two in a row? Two mm. in the same week, I mean? I don't think we've had a twofer before. No. Ronda Robinson, look, you cannot pass up this opportunity. This guy's only rostered 36%. Yeah, I'm one of them. What? And only 10% of people are going to start him. Yes, I know he's projected to get you guys at least 7 points in PPR to 9 points in PPR. Look, look, when you look at the team... For some reason, the team is 5-1 and one right now, so I don't know. Thank you, Saquon. <laughs> right? <laughs> Daniel Jones, he's an okay quarterback. I mean, last last uh, week he had a total, uh, give me one second, he had a total of 27 pass attempts. Yeah. Yeah. And guess how many uh, targets Ronda Robinson got last week? Hmm. I don't know. That's why I asked you. He Jeez. got four. Yeah, yeah, he got four. But look. Look at the wide receivers right now. Cordero's Tony is injured right now. Richie James, I mean, come on now. Darius Slayton injured. <laughs> Just come on now to Richie James. That's yeah, all what do you expect? What do you expect, right? I don't blame you. It's Richie yeah. James. And Darius Slayton, who tore his uh, Achilles, is out for the rest of the season. He's walking five yards. Yeah, Cordero's Tony, uh, it always injured, bro. He had like six hamstring injuries this year. And then Kenny Galladay hasn't shown up at all. And look, right, and they have no great tight ends at the moment well, for. Look at the depth chart. Uh, you can see Kenny Galladay is uh, at the bottom. Uh, yeah, not even starting yeah. anywhere. Right. Um, <laughs> look, um, besides Saquon Barkley carrying the whole team, Randall Robinson, man, is the only target Daniel Jones has. And right now, they are going against the Jaguars. And right now, I mean... I feel like it's uh, the deciding game. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely see what Wandale's made of this week. But, I, I mean, I definitely think he's definitely a flex option wide receiver two right now if you have one of those great wide receivers on a bye. I'm not even leaning wide receiver two. I'm leaning definitely more towards flex. Well, the reason why I said wide receiver two because when you think about the the player teams right now that are on bye... True. You got the Eagles, Buffalo. You got the Eagles, Eagles Buffalo, Rams... Cooper Cup is out. Stephon Diggs is out. Justin Jefferson is out. All your top receivers. Jefferson Jefferson is out. Adam Thielen's out. Um, AJ Brown's out. Devontae Smith. Yeah, so a lot of your top players this week. Yeah, so that's why I say wide receiver two only for this week, just because uh, probably a lot of your players are out due to the bye week. Or even then, I feel like if he doesn't do this good this week, and you still stash him on your team, it's still a pretty good stash. Yeah, I mean, he got twelve points last week against yeah. the the the, uh, the Ravens, and that was due to a touchdown he caught. But I mean, I think still he has no one a, really saw the touchdown. Yeah, and he has a really high ceiling going to week seven. For sure, a high ceiling, and you wanna you want a part of that, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd rather take like Rondell Robinson than Alan Lazard. True. Or I'd rather take Ronald Robinson over Curtis Sanya just because of the mm-hmm. chances. But just because uh, Carson Wentz isn't playing at the moment. Yep. 
So, I mean, and if you even look at all the other receivers, right? Um, I believe, yeah, Wandell almost led receivers and targets. Yeah. So. And he's the only one. Yeah. So, obviously, you're going to have to start him going in week seven as a streaming wide receiver. And again, wide receiver two, if your wide receivers are on a bye this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all i got to say about that. Yeah. I felt like it. we also talked about him in the uh, swim section. Yeah. So, yeah. Wondell. I feel like now we're just jumping on the hype with everyone else talking <laughs> yeah. about Wondell. Yeah. But it's valid. I feel like it's extremely valid. Well, you don't want to jump on the hype. You've been on the hype train for I a while have. now. I'm hopping on with you, actually. Oh, how nice. Yeah. I wish he did that with Zach Wilson. Maybe he would have gotten somewhere. You know, maybe no, if you and I were both just, no. like, pushing. No. No. What do you mean? I ain't showing up, Give Zach bro. Wilson, like, 15 years. If I do show up there, bro, I'm coming there without no shoes. Ah. Uh, well, you see, Zach Wilson did play against Green Bay and only got five points. Exactly. But the week before was 15 and 18. Oh, you're talking about old news. <laughs> so, uh, Caden, if you're listening, I feel bad. Yeah. So uh, so we had the same QB, same wide receiver. Yep. What's your tight end start of the week going in week seven? All right. I'll just rip it off like a Band-Aid. I'm going back to back. I'm going with Evan Ingram. Oh, okay. I hit Evan Ingram last week, got you nine points in full yeah. PPR. And, and that's good. Good for a tight end. Good for a tight end. A little streamer. A little streamer tight end. Yep. Um... He goes up against the Giants. On the opposite side of the field of Wandell. Yeah, I mean, he's projected to get you nine points. That's fine for a tight end, honestly. Yeah. A streaming tight end, seven, eight points, all you can ask for. Yeah. Kyle Pitts, why are you giving me that output? You're not a streamer. You're a week-to-week start, buddy. Yeah. Come on. Let's get it going now. But I mainly picked Evan Ingram because of uh, the sheer amount of targets get sent his way. Ah, I see. Ten targets in Houston. That's when he had almost 13 points. Six targets last week alone. That's a lot for a tight end. Unless you're, obviously, Kelsey, Mark Andrews. Yep. You know. But he still has yet to score a touchdown this year. But he's still giving you a he, good performance. Yeah, and especially in PPR. Yeah. And, and, and any tight end that is a number one right now for their team, they always have the potential of making that one touchdown. Mm-hmm. You don't know when it's going to be, but they always have the potential to I think point get that touchdown. Is Will Disley? Yeah. Exactly. Will Disley, we had on starts of the week for like two weeks straight because of his touchdown upside. Yeah. And that had Hayden Hurts last week just because none of his touchdown upside, just because of the targets he gets. Like mm-hmm. Evan Ingram this week. Yeah. So. I mean, again, PPR, uh, six tar- or 10 targets equals 10 points. <laughs> wow. And guess how many points he gets if he gets yardage on those yeah. catches, right? Especially. All right, I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. me too. That's why I uh, had him on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was kind of waiting. Oh, uh, so my <laughs> 140 episodes, you know. My starting tight end of the week going to week seven. I I guess you can kind of say he's a hype train. He was. Um, he did really good last week. Taysom Hill. Oh. But right. the only reason why I'm gonna go with him this week is because his quarterback is returning. Uh, it's going to be good old Hunter Henry with the Patriots. Mm. He got 16 points last week in full PPR. But look, Mac Jones loves Hunter Henry at the end zone for some reason. When you look at it, when you look at it last year, from week four to week six, he, ha- he has all had one touchdown with Mac Jones being the quarterback. True. He even got a little twofer. Yeah. And he got a twofer in week 10 and 15 of last year. And look. He doesn't get that many targets. When you look at it, three, four. Yeah. Two, four. You know, 
this is a tight end that I'm going for with that only touchdown. All right, that we just talked about earlier, and the reason why is because, like I said, Mac Jones is returning, and Mac Jones loves Hunter Henry in the end zone. I mean, when you look at it, um, last week he did get one touchdown with the backup quarterback, and look, he did get seven targets. Yes, I know that that's great, but he won't get seven targets again. Unfortunately, he probably get like three to four with Mac Jones. They're going against the. The, the Chicago Bears. And, and even then, I feel like this is a tough matchup. It is a tough matchup on defense. And look, I just, like I said, all I'm looking for is that one touchdown. And Mac Jones loves Hunter Henry in the end zone, at the goal line, in the red zone. And like I said, he's not going to get seven targets guaranteed again. I'm sorry. He's probably going to get like four to three. But look, I'm just looking for that end zone touchdown. And and if he gives you that touchdown, it's guaranteed double-digit points right there. So. Yep. Hunter Henry is going to be my tight end uh, starter week going to week seven. Not bad, not bad. So. Not bad. Yeah. Not All right, bad. and uh, end of the show. Go ahead, click a click the stop button. And All right. <laughs> we need like a big button. I know that says push for emergencies or oh, something, yes. uh, or like a big red button that says do not push. <laughs> what are you looking at? Uh-huh. Um. But so uh, I mean, you got any final thoughts? I mean, I, other than that, I can kind of just move on to the to outro if you want. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else really. Alrighty. <laughs> so. I know. Thank you all for tuning into this week's episode of episode one thirty nine of FS Podcast, also known as Fancy Sports Podcast. Um, if you guys want to keep with me and Jagger in the podcast in general, what you can do go ahead and follow our Instagram. Our Instagram account. Our Instagram account is fancy.sports.podcast. Twitter account is F underscore S underscore podcast. Go ahead and get both of those a follow and a like. Also, no matter what kind of platform you listen to the podcast on, what you can do is go ahead and rate this show. Go ahead and rate this show. Not rate this show. My bad. Click that plus or follow button so you can get a notification when we upload our next episode. That is totally my fault. Um, also, if you're listening on Spotify and Apple Apple Podcasts, what you could do is rate the show. Go ahead and do that. Also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts only, what you could also do is write a review for the show. So go ahead and do that so we can do better for you guys in the next episode. Also, again, if you got any questions for us, what you can do, our email is also in the description of the podcast. So if you want, you can go ahead and email us or you can go ahead and DM us and or tweet us at those uh social media accounts um but yeah so going into week seven good luck like i said uh if you are needing to win the next couple games and make a guaranteed spot in the playoffs go ahead and trade your star players get some packages get those get those players that can help you win week to week get you in those rankings up and up um so other than that i mean good luck in week seven i can't believe we're in week seven again thursday night tomorrow cardinals versus the uh the saints so make sure you take any players in your flex spot out of that if they do play thursday night yeah and it's the return of d hop the 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 debut of robbie anderson you know the question is will we get a touchdown though yeah i think we will we got a touchdown last week plus i think we will get a touchdown because i mean the broncos ain't playing so that's true yeah so Broncos play the Jets, so they're probably just not going to score next week. <laughs> it's weird too because the, the the Cardinals didn't get a touchdown at all against the Seahawks last week. Yeah, yeah, uh, but D Hot's coming back, so I can guarantee a touchdown there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, thank you all for tuning in to FS Podcast. See you guys next week, going into Week Eight.